Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Bourbons and B-Sides. Today we've got a terrific show for you. Derek Baines with Beam Santori is here. He's got a bottle of Makers 46 for us to taste, and he's got the Black Album by Jay-Z. We've got a ton to talk about, so let's just jump right in. What's up, brother? Hey man, so we've been promising our listeners this episode for quite a while now. I feel like we've probably done three or four episodes like when we, from the episode we told we were going to do this and then we had three more later we sent out some tantalizing and titular teasers we did we did so we're here today with derek baines dun 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 what's up brother what's up so derek yes he we're super excited to have you as our first guest you're kind of our little guinea pig today so uh bear with us but uh he's not little though that's true. He's, tall, he's taller than both of us. He's definitely taller than both. We're gonna post a picture of us with the with the bottle and the yeah. album, and he, you'll see how much yeah. taller he is. Yeah. But um, Derek works for uh, Beam Santori. Yep. And of course, as everybody knows, well, not everybody because we this is the first time we've had a guest. But we have decided that when we bring a guest on, they get the choice of bringing whatever bottle they want, yep. and whatever album they want to talk about. That's correct. So today, Derek has chosen to bring and help let us taste Makers Forty Six. And we're going to be talking about Jay-Z's album, The Black Album. The Black Album. The Black what, Album. What, 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 you know, The Black Album. What, that, wasn't that supposed to be his re, his last album? I think so. And yeah. that was like the theme of all the songs was like yeah. hinting towards retirement and retirement. ending and death. And, you know, <laughs> and he didn't retire. No. He felt the love. He couldn't stay away. That was mm. the thing. I mean, he had every is, that, is that one of those, you know, he player every, doesn't choose the game, the game chooses the, game the player? Chooses him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but enough. he had, he had every intention of actually retiring. Yeah. That was, he was, he was really just tired. Yeah. You know, that's what he said. He was, he had been album after album. He has not had a vacation, not a break. So he was like, I'm done. Done. Yeah. Peace. Quiz. And not so much though. So, yeah, not so much. Before know? we get into talking about JG's Black Album, I am ready to taste and just talk about Makers 46. And to have Derek here, who actually works for a company who sells this brand, yeah. I'm excited to hear all about it. So Derek, why don't we start pouring? And while we're pouring, you can be splaining. Yeah, just tell us a little bit about Makers 46. You know, go into the whole details about it. Well, like, I think we should us... start with Makers first. Yeah. You want to start with the Makers well, original? Yeah, like I mean, let's 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 find a basis. Let's get the let's get the OG. Okay. You know, or at least the knowledge like of it, idea. you know, and then I think that'll naturally segue into what the beauty of 46, 46 is. is yeah. yeah. I like that idea. Good I job, Caleb. I'm so glad that's why you're my co-host. Hey yo. <laughs> so as as I'm pouring uh 46, because that's what we're going to start with when it comes to taste, but 46 is the classic original uh, makers. Okay. Let's start there, which can okay, get your glass. I do have a glass. Mm, it smells delicious. So real quick, before we go into any more, we, so Derek showed up and he, he gave us some little gifts. He gave Caleb and I these little Maker's Mark glasses with like the melted wax on the bottom. And yeah. So they took this awesome rocks glass and you know, they dip them because they hand dip every bottle. Correct. Every bottle, every single bottle of Maker's Mark that you've ever seen with that red wax dripping down the top has been mm-hmm. hand dipped by somebody. And that includes the uh, all of the bottles that have the just the wax period, because I know they have some special edition ones that they do for like college teams and things like that. Right. And yeah. I know I got my Astros one. That was badass. Yeah. Dude, I was so happy I got that. Um, Those are hand dipped as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. And then I remember there's a 4th of July one, just red, white, and blue. That's pretty rad too. If you've never seen one I've of those, those are pretty it. rad. Yeah. Look, <laughs> look at it next summer. Look for them. I know they come out, you know, but it's, it's pretty sweet. So the same, pretty much the same premise with these glasses. I don't know if this is real wax. Is it real wax? That is real wax. Okay. So they basically turn the glasses upside down, turn the wax on the uh, top of them, and they just pour off the sides and you turn it over and you have a glass. Okay. What do you, what do you mean by the question? Is that real wax? As opposed well, to fake know. wax? It could be plastic. Okay, fair enough. I don't know, man. All right. Good question. Though. That's why yeah. he's here to tell us all about it. The the, the, the the unique thing, though, once you actually go to the distillery, is you have an opportunity to dip your own glass yeah. or your own bottle. So that's you know a novelty item that a lot of people do experience is when they go up to the distillery is, oh, let me dip my own set of glass. With that's it. pretty cool. Is it like an additional option on a tour? Because I know on, on some distilleries they have uh, on the distillery tours, they have different, I guess, tiers or levels yeah. of what you can pay for to get what you see, what you encounter. Is that like an, an upgrade thing? Or is that like after your tour in the gift shop area, they're like, Hey, would you like to do this? It'll cost X for this and yeah. Y for this. That's exactly what it okay. is in the gift shop area. Right on. You have your actual dipping stations. That's know, badass. Sweet. And, and yeah, because I like that. it would, it would slow up the process. You know, while you're hey, just, at this that's why I asked. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. Question, good question. Well, cool. So we each have a glass of delicious makers, Mark 46. Yes. So Derek, start us out, man. Tell us about the nose, the taste, the, how it's made going into every, all the details. Hmm. I'm sorry, I went ahead. And yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna take. I, a I'm sip already four well. sips in, so I don't know about you guys. <laughs> but we're, we're gonna start with let, let's nose it first. You know, mm-hmm. we already said, but let's. Yeah. And you'll notice, um, you know, makers are sweeter, right? Um, yeah. That's what, you know, the the consensus is when people are tasting makers is like the big differentiator is, oh, that's a sweeter bourbon or a sweeter whiskey. Sure. Uh, that's the first thing you also actually picked up on the nose too as well. Yeah. I'm, up some vanilla, some, well, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll let y'all. So I'm just going to throw this out there. Definitely some vanilla. Oh yeah. Um, ca- Caramel, maybe some oak. Toffee, toffee, cinnamon. I think I'm hitting them all. You're just saying words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the right words. Caramel, yeah. anything uh, sweet and fruity is what you're going to pick up on the yeah. nose, basically. With, with, That's good. With any exception of Maker's Mark. Okay. So then when we talk about uh, the actual mash bill itself, we're talking about uh, 70% corn, uh, 14% malted barley, and then 16% wheat. Yeah. That's probably why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know our our special secret sauce is the, uh, the the wheat is sourced locally. Well, all the grain is sourced locally, but it's the red winter wheat, which is the differentiator and makes it that softer uh, on the back end when you're tasting it. Yeah, you get that that really it's it's very soft and subtle. Yep, it know? is, and that's because of red winter wheat. Yeah, but that's also get that sweetness. It is red winter. Right. I love it. So yeah, so I'm getting on the tongue. You know, still some oak. Definitely can that wheat flavor. I feel maybe not for me. The wheat doesn't come till the very end though. Yeah. Well, like it's, okay. it's, it's what's it's the linger for me. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. I That's enjoy delicious. it. Um, but why, why the dark fruits? Is that the 46? Are we drinking makers or 46? What did you pour us? Uh, I poured you out 46. Okay. Yeah. So I was about to say, this is a little more darker, redder fruiter. Mm-hmm. fruitier fruiter you like that dark dark red fruitier we make our own words than up here. the makers i'm used to yeah 
Um, Why? So because the 46 and, you you know, as Caleb was talking about, uh, and I'm holding up two bottles. So you, know, yeah. you can just you can see the difference in 46 being uh, a lot darker, darker. Amber yeah. color than there's uh, a lot more amber classic. notes to it. And that's because of uh, they take the original recipe from makers. Take the barrels and then open them up and add 14 different staves. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, age that uh, for another additional, let's say, up to nine weeks. Okay. And then that's where you'll get uh, Maker's Mark 46. I got it. Is there that's any cool. um, is there any secret recipe to the extra staves that they add? Or is it all one specific type of barrel? Or is it randoms? No. Or is it kind of just like up to the distiller blender? Up to the distiller blender? No, there's a, a specific uh, wood that's used for those, those, uh, 46 days, mm-hmm. but it's state, state profile 46. Oh, but there is a particular, oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and I think we talked about it at say downstairs, yeah. uh, before yeah. uh, <laughs> about the, uh, how that came about with, uh, with Bill and coming up with makers 46. So it's taking the original recipe, adding the, uh, unique, uh, 14 different staves to it, uh, which was the first edition of the, uh, the wood finishing series mm. that makers mark wanted to uh try right because you know, for years we've only put out the uh the og the classic yeah so uh the the story uh was bill you know was challenged with uh what is he going to leave behind as far as his legacy right mm-hmm. and so makers 46 was his first iteration in terms of change not changing the the original recipe but providing some type of uh variant that he can leave behind with his stamp on it and that started with the wood finishing series right on. and that's nice. where makers 46 came about nice very cool and that's it's the cool 46 story. profile of wood that they had that they tried and we're like oh this, this is the one yeah that's the one nice cool. so once the barrels the regular makers barrels have been emptied or, and then this goes, the staves go into one and they put the other, they put that liquid in there, right? How, how much longer is it aged for when those, when that it's in that second barrel? So it can be on average, it's around nine weeks. Okay. Um, makers is aged to taste though. It's yeah, all aged right. to taste. That's um, why there's no age statement, right? right? That's why there's no age statement. Right. You never know, you know, yeah, you could be getting some, you know, yeah, some some aged uh, uh, bourbon, some whiskey in there, but it also has to do with where they place the barrels within the rack house. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know all about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, know the the higher, the hotter, and the hotter means the more interaction with the wood, so it's going to tend to be in then more concentrated and hotter, like hotter, like ABV wise, because more evaporation, which is yeah the fun stories of devil's cut and angel share, you know, yep, yep. it's damn angels, man. They're taking it all. Hey, they got to have taking some it too. all, man. The angels need the some angels. too. Do they, do they, <laughs> they're beings that are constantly in the grace of God. Do hey, they really need whiskey? That's exactly yeah. what whiskey I would was be. created because we are not always in the, that's why I'd be drinking. Nope, but anyways, yeah. Um, Derek, tell us. Yeah. A, so obviously you've been to the distillery. We were just talking about the Rick houses. Tell us a little bit about, the ground. Here's, so here's a, a, here's a fun question, though. Side note. Sure. Rick House, Rack House. What is it? Rick House? Yeah. For, I would say, your less enthusiast, they can identify with Rack House. Mm-hmm. That right. makes, I think that makes more sense. Because it's racks of barrels. It's right. racks of barrels. Right. But it's yeah. a Rick House. It's it a Rick, Rick House. house. Huh? Yeah. I said Rick House, right? 
No, you did. Did I? Okay. Yeah. I was trying to clear it up. I'm trying to clear it up. Are you trying to punk me here? No. <laughs> no, you said Rick House. Ashton, is that you? <laughs> I think I said Rack House because you're, you're it's it's more easily identifiable. Yeah. Correct. No, and, I get it. And yeah. I'm glad that you explained that to the that listeners. Like that's why thinking, I asked. Yeah, you're right. Good job. I assume I just assume that everybody knows. Well, but anyway, tell us about the distillery, man. Yeah, so the distillery is is uh, beautiful. Um, let me, you know, to to kind of sum it up. When you first drive on the grounds, I mean, you got this um, beautiful land space. Of course, mm-hmm. it's it's dipped down in in the hills of, um, of uh, Lexington, Kentucky. There we go. Uh, so as you first approach, you know, the, the grounds, um, you see the, the iconic uh, Maker's Mark logo. And, but you also see a, a big black building. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you see a lot of the POS out there, um, it, it directly identifies with the Maker's Mark building and all of our POS. So yeah. for those not in the know, POS yeah. does not stand for piece of shit or pieces of shit. It stands for point of sale, <laughs> point of sale yes. which is typically what you get whenever you're at a bar somewhere. You know, we're talking like the shirts, the hats, the stickers, the keychains, yeah, the um, sunglasses, sung- anything and everything that usually has a liquor stamp on it. Yeah, Or if you see form. like a neon hanging in a bar, that's, yeah. a, that's a POS. That's, that's point of all sale. considered POS. Yeah. Napkin yes, everything. Bar, anything that can bar be, mats, anything yeah. that can be labeled. Yeah, anything and everything. Yeah. So sorry. sorry. No, you're good. Um, so, you know, for one, for when I first saw that, you know, that iconic just black building, then I was like, okay, cool, we're at Makers. Uh, but then when you <laughs> first walk in, you get to see um, a lot of the images and of Margie, um, and but you get to see why Makers is such big in, on craft, right? Um, because everything is hand built originally, you know, from its very opening in the heydays, they still do everything the exact same way. It's processed by hand with a heavy labor intensive force. Yeah. So they supply a lot of opportunities and jobs for most of the community there. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's the very first thing you'll notice. I appreciate the handcraft of it too. Yeah. I mean, to get me wrong, I'm all about working smarter, not harder, you know, but some things need to be done by hand and need time and patience. You yeah. Know, they just need it. Absolutely. Yeah. But you have, um, I would say, and I've been to, you know, quite a few distillery visits. I have never seen as many tours taking place that I have at Makers. How many, any other distillery. how many do they have going on at one time? Uh, no live. It was probably about 30. Holy mo- At once? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> oh, I, I kid you not. That's an assembly line of when I efficiency. Say, yes. Not, not to mention, not to mention they're in production. In yeah. production, yeah. Yeah. So, so they're distilling and making booze and doing all the things while at least 30 at a time are rolling through this. Rolling through. I wow. Mean, like clockwork. That's uh, nuts. So that's the first thing you will notice the, the many groups of people, you know, it's, it's a machine again, it's yeah. a process. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you see the, uh, the fermentation process. Um, so you see, you know, where the actual, um, the, the, the limestone water is where the lake, where, where they source the water from. That's cool. You see that, uh, you walk into the fermentation, um, you only get to see, of course, the three big, uh, vats, vats that yeah. they want you to see, of course, yeah. you know, yeah. they're, they're housing that location. I feel like that's every distillery. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the three we want you to see. <laughs> uh, yeah. The original one. I've only been to a handful where it was the vats, but we're talking small distilleries. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, there's, you yeah. know. 
probably the ones that don't do 30 tours every hour. Hell no. <laughs> they did like one tour a month and yeah. we were the mo- we were the one, yeah. you know. Oh, they were excited to see how they had that. Man, let me tell you. Not as excited as I was either, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk ahead. about yeah. whiskey now. Yeah. And then so, you know, after you, you uh, walk through the fermentation process, then you go to the uh, labeling process. And um, you'll probably think, you know, with all these labels, uh, all these different bottles, there's a big machine. Um, it's actually two women <laughs> with a machine, the old school machine, and they're stamping, stamping the and labels. cutting. No shit. And they work in shifts. Holy shit. Yeah, still, again, everything done. I remember on my, on a trip to, um, to Buffalo Trace, we got to see uh, in production at the time where they were bottling at the moment was um, Blanton's. And like you said, with all the bottles you see in the world that are out there, you'd expect to see some giant machine Mm -hmm. of efficiency kind of deal. But this was, I don't know, an assembly line, maybe the length of this room that we're in, which I don't know, we'll call it 12, 15 feet, maybe somewhere Mm -hmm. in there, right? And on either side was, well, I'll say about six or seven people on both sides. And these bottles were coming down this slow moving conveyor. First would get the bottles, right? They go, boom, put it on this thing. They'd fill them up like four at a time, come back, put them out. Another guy would cap it. And then another dude would dip it and do whatever. Then the label would go on. And then it'd go into a crate. And after the pallet was full, they took it away, put them in a new one. I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah. This is nuts. This is like awesome. 10, 10, 12 people that are literally from barrel to to package is doing all the bottles it's nuts yeah. you know yeah. i would imagine yeah. that buffalo trace is probably one of your main competitors yeah, yeah they are <laughs> ah, that was the only example i had as far as the handcraftiness of it leave me alone leave me alone oh, funny. it's definitely probably uh makers is more uh when it comes to craft probably yeah, well they do have you know a bigger staff uh, yeah. but that process of, of yeah i'm just talking about the bottling process i'm not yeah, talking no, about the whiskey i get yeah. you i'm yeah. just messing with so you the dude. bottling process is another you know yeah that's unique too because you got to think um there was at the time we went probably six about six different ladies you know just all day yeah wow having a conversation just taking these bottles just, dipping yeah and, and then every now and then you'll notice um someone will do the extra long bit oh and, yeah and i was like okay well what is your you know how, how do you decide yeah what is that it's up to that person's discretion of how they like to do their arms what, got tired. So, <laughs> so what, every now and then bottle comes through, that's not average, but like fully covered, yeah. like the whole neck is covered. You'll see. Yeah. Full neck, probably half dripping across the label. And it's just cause just one of those random rare things, random rare things, because if someone was in the mood to add a little bit extra character. So it. we should be on the hunt for that. And then we could like eBay the shit out of that. Huh? I cannot, you know, confirm or deny <laughs> <laughs> no but i mean is it is it like an unintentional collector's thing is that, I mean, that basically is what know, i'm getting what, at i'm not saying go would, tear up shelves and be assholes about it i'm just saying you know yeah what i would say if i found one of those uh i'd probably keep pick it. it up yeah probably keep it for a while, I'd probably keep it for a while. definitely mm-hmm. sit outside of total wine and more for two hours before that opens camp out they have a truck delivery yeah to find one yeah <laughs> i've only seen one bottle like that out in market oh wow really yeah and it was at an event uh at an on-premise account yeah. The on premise account had bought it from their their class. Like they just ordered it. And it just happened to come. Oh wow. That's, that's awesome. awesome. So it made it that far. That's cool. Well let's just say it someone kept it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah they not using it. They ordered another bottle. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Sorry guys, we're out of makers right now. <laughs> we'll have more tomorrow though. And that's cool. I never knew that that was a thing. Um 
Me neither. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'll, be, I'll keep an eye out. I'll be keeping an eye out when I go into liquor so stores. Alive. And you just talk about a little bit about the, the uh, Rick House, Rack House, every Rick House. No, it's called Rick House, yeah. Barrel House. Uh, you yeah, know. it's called the Barrel House. There you yeah. go. Call it the Warehouse of Dreams. So one thing that is uh, that that was kind of <laughs> impressive to me. <laughs> that, Screw your field. We got a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, we got a warehouse. <laughs> Damn it. Um, <laughs> was your private selects because you know private selects are another uh, big selling component component. Excuse me. Uh, for makers, you know, uh, private picks for larger retail accounts, stuff like that, or even uh, some of our key accounts. So being able to see that process of where your barrel is stored. And then actually seeing a group come in and actually uh, pick their barrel out and then see it you know, kind of come mm-hmm. down and go and taste. Uh, that's pretty cool too as well. Yeah. That's awesome. That is awesome. I would like to get to that point. Yeah. Where we could just go somewhere and pick our own barrel, you know? But, yeah. Like, but I want to do it like, I don't know. Maybe you're talking a, about the show? Like you're talking about like me, you, you yeah. bourbons and B-sides going yeah. to a d- distillery and picking yes. a barrel. That would be badass. Yeah. That would be pretty you know, badass. And you, but I'd like to pick it like, I don't know, we'll say a year or two from maturity, not too much further sure. away. Like, I don't want to pick something that just got put out. Obviously, it's probably going to be more expensive. I get that. What know, if but- we went and picked, well, what if we went and picked one that was like still very early in its aging process and just left and like put our name on it and left it there for like forever? How long? See, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I don't want to wait that long. Well, well two years. That's, that's not, that's time. not like forever. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> One or two years out. That's what I'm talking about. Did, did I'm you saying, miss? Okay. Did you miss that part when I said well, that? I said that's why I was Are your saying headphones like, working? okay, now like yes, two years, maybe not forever. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that. That's what Best I'm saying. Right here. That's what I'm saying. I'd like to get to that point, and then you know have our own labels on yeah, these bottles. That you know? would be cool. That'd be dope. And then guess what? Everybody's getting for Christmas that year. You know Bourbon, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome. Bourbon yeah, B-side bottle. Yeah, that's badass. I'm just yeah. saying. All right, what else we got to talk about? Uh, well, we... I'm sorry, before I interrupted, you yeah. were talking about the private select in, in those Rick Rack Derek, do you mind if I get another little pour? Uh, absolutely. Can we That's call it the Rick Rack for. House? The Rick Rack? Uh, the Rick Rack House. Rick Rack Rick Rack House. That's like Rick Rack Records. Rick Rack. I like it. Rick Rubin, Rick Rack. <laughs> Rick, <laughs> Rick Rubin. Yeah. I like it. Uh, all that makes me want to sing right now Thank is... You. Was it a children's story time? What's the uh, the Slick Rick song? Slick Rick. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll uh, yes, I'll have some more. Ago. Yeah, this, it's, is, uh, this is delicious. Lottie there you go. Yeah, this is actually my uh, my personal favorite expression of mm-hmm. makers. I can see why. It's I think amazing. I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I think I like the cast strength the most. Yeah, I can, yeah. I, I see that. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, OG is without a doubt one of the better ones out there. Yeah. It just is. I'm you just know? saying, like, um, this 46 is like a dessert version of it. Right. If I'm just going to like sit back at home on an evening, on a Friday evening, Saturday evening, I'm going to have a glass of this, put on the Jay Z Black album on the record player, and this is what I'm doing all night long. I think I need something fruitier to listen to Jay Z. Fruitier. fruitier fruitier i know that sounds weird but I'm, i mean like weird. like on the um <laughs> like a nod to the old docs like a, on, on the cognac side you yeah. know and not to be any kind of stereotypical or anything but that to me that just to me that just flows a little better on it you yeah. know sure you this, have your cognac I'll this is a makers. little more complex but i guess that's why he chose jay-z because there ain't nothing simple about that guy yeah. or his music 
All right, are we gonna let Derek finish his story? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead, D. <laughs> so, to wrap it up, just want to hear this to the retard. He said, "Wrap." <laughs> perfect, <laughs> perfect. Perfect segue. Perfect segue. <laughs> you know, this is this what we do, guys. Um, <laughs> you forgot what was even now. But anyway, yeah. To finish up the tour, after you're done visiting the uh, the wreck, uh, wreck, Rick, Rick. What do we decide on? The Rick, Rick, the Rick, the Rick, Rick, the Rick, Rick house. Then you can, yeah, go into the gift shop and do all your personalized bottling, your personalized dipping, anything you want to dip that's available in the store to buy, you can dip. Nice. And I got to say, those stores that are at the distillery almost always have the bottles that you can either only get at a distillery or that you can only get when you're flying international duty free, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And then they'll have some POS or swag or whatever you want to call it that you never see. That's ridiculously awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's totally worth it to go to a distillery tour yeah. period, right? A it's just fun to watch. It's cool to see all the smells. God, I love the smell. You know, it like the fermentation room. That's an awesome smell to me, right? It's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a baked bread, mm -hmm. yeasty, slight bubbly aroma oh, that's yeah. the only way i can put it right Romy. And, yeah and then the best smell on earth is in the rick house the rack house the oh, rick yeah. rack house you the know rick, that's, rack, rack house. that is the best smell because it's like old clean whiskey wood yeah it's amazing it's crazy i love it let's start talking about some rap oh rap music you rap say. music rick rack raps so chicken, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we'll be right back. Canteen is a refreshing, ready to drink vodka soda in a can on the go, on the course, or in your own backyard. Learn more at canteenspirits.com. Must be 21 or older. Always enjoy responsibly. All right, Derek. So once upon a time, not long ago. Anyway, so I want to try the regular Maker's Mark, the, the OG. The OG. Right before before we start talking about some Jay-Z, the other OG. Nice segue. Right? Is nice he... The, can you classify Jay-Z as an OG? Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. Who do you think is the OG? Well, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Uh, well, yeah. do you have an opinion? Of who OGs are? Of who your favorite or your I OG would say would people be. like... Like ghetto boys, public enemy. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd say well, those were OGs, you know, uh, like definitely NWA, but not necessarily. Well, yeah, no, NWA, then all their characters within characters. Uh, I, I think that maybe Jay Z was the OG for like the new crew. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, OG's what, not limited either. To, I mean, there's a lot true. of OGs. Okay, well, see, okay, then let's define OG. Okay. Read original so, gangster, right? Yeah, original gangster, which, which by all accounts, us would be like Scarface, not not the rapper, yeah. the the character. Well, he was an original gangster, <laughs> right? Like the like <laughs> Scarface, Al Pacino, Al Pacino okay. like the character. Okay, the character, yeah. Tony Montana. Yeah, you know, and then. I mean, like Bugsy Malone. I mean, if you're going like, to go OG, you're going to go well, yeah. Godfather. And well, talk, you, like, yeah, because we're, we're talking two different lanes. That's, in the okay, that's what I'm trying uh, to pinpoint we, here. We, we're that's, going, what, that's what I want you guys to help me out we're with. We're going with, uh, when, when I'm talking about the OG, I'm talking about in the form of uh, rap industry. Okay. So meaning so pave, there. paving the way for those to then. The coming know, set up. up. Yeah, the coming up and setting a platform 
for those to come. Okay, so now does OG apply to just one person? No, no, no. That's okay, why I like so, there's many OGs. So if we're talking paving the way, right? And Jay Z is by all accounts count considered East Coast. Isn't Wu Tang a little more older? No, they're, they're both OGs. Aren't they uh, older I'm though? One hundred percent Wu Tang fan. So right wouldn't Wu Tang be more OG than Jay Z? No, so, so that's the thing. You can't be more OG, right? You just are. You are. You the OG. Doctor Dre, not? OG. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. No, that clears it up. You're just an OG Ooh. mofo. Yeah. See, that, no, that statement clears it up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna. While we're arguing about OGs, I'm gonna. You don't mind if I grab yeah, this bottle, yeah, right? I'm gonna grab you. And you're an argument. Like, you could- <laughs> Caleb, you could be considered an OG. Caleb's mad at me this episode. <laughs> I got some anger. I'm not mad. You could be considered an OG in the craft bartending scene. Oh, I like OG where you're going with this. Right Go on. Go on. Because some of your creations and ideations, uh, people have not done before. So you may have created you know, or shown people mm. how to work with them specific categories. You wanna, you're like, you know what? You want a fun Dang. story about stuff like that, about creating stuff, right? Came up with this drink and man, it is delicious. I will say by my accounts, right? Mm-hmm. And when it came to naming it, the base was tequila. And I had this stroke of genius thinking, I got this, right? And I'm going to name this drink the Tequila Mockingbird. Right? I like it. Boom. Instant awesomeness. Everybody's like, yeah, 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 that's dope. Yeah. Then, like two days later, after I'm still on this high that I'm, I've created this epicness, uh, my good friend Rachel brings me a book that's been published for a while now <laughs> called tequila mockingbird and it's a grouping of tequila craft recipes i'm like Fuck. and then she googles tequila mockingbird there's t-shirts i was, I was so i was so <laughs> mad man i just you want to talk about just deflated, deflated. balloon yeah, man it's, it's such a great name too yeah. Such it's a, a it's name. a beautiful name. It's it was such name. a great name that someone else I had before you. So. Exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, yeah, someone so else was the not OG. that original, bro. I mean, the drink's delicious, though. So anyway, so Dirk brought um, Jay Z's The Black Album with him today. He wanted to talk about the Black Album, and I think it's a fantastic album. I will admit, when I started listening to Jay Z, I was like obsessed with uh, Blueprint Three. That is my favorite. Yeah, it is amazing. But I'm glad you brought the Black Album. It's got a bunch of great songs on it. Might as well just call this uh, like the greatest hits. The greatest hits album. Yeah, <laughs> this is so random, dude. I, we were talking. We were talking about a Michael Jackson album, and just we, we actually we were talking about just different albums that we were going to do in the future. You know, like hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? What do you think about this? Right. And I'm looking at this one particular album, Michael Jackson's, and I'm like, they should have just named this the greatest hits. But that's yeah. all in hindsight now, right. you know, because now we know and they were well written and they became awesome right you know? then now they're greatest hits then i don't know probably could have been hit or miss on who yeah. likes what because i mean it is kind of all over the place so jared tell us why you chose this album i mean obviously we know it's a great album but tell us why you love this album in particular yeah i i chose this album for a couple couple different reasons two in particular one jay-z being my og you mm-hmm. know what i mean of uh, uh, someone i looked up to he is by far uh my favorite rapper you know just in terms of delivery uh flow content and the uh, evolution of when he first started out to uh, what he gravitated as far as his rap content i felt like i grew up you know with him along as he was growing up and being more successful and i felt i was getting more successful in my career and so i could just relate uh to his background and and just you know him as a person um and this particular album because it was his retirement album 
this was when he was going out in terms of uh he was he was he can was we, can we put anymore. some big giant finger quotes in front of retirement album there okay we can put yeah you got dk but this was his retirement album this was a collector's item if you had this it was like gonna be the very last time you're gonna hear jay-z on wax yeah you know and then so some of the uh the collaborations that was put into this particular making of this album i was like this is one i can play on repeat over and over and just yeah, I, I feel the essence of, and the energy yeah that's awesome i do enjoy this album yeah i like it a lot do you have a favorite song because yeah. what we'd like to do here on bourbon's b-sides is we'd like to choose the what we think is the best song on that on the b-side of the album okay um so i mean but it doesn't like doesn't necessarily have what to be, he asked can, was what your favorite yeah. song do yeah. you have a favorite song if it's on the b-side awesome if yeah. not eh, then you know you're not as cool as we are <laughs> I'm just Big kidding. <laughs> so my favorite song actually is PSA. Mm-hmm. Is PSA? It's, yeah. Nice. PSA. Okay. Title has an interlude, but it is actually the lyrics of that song. I, I love that song. And that is definitely on the B side. I'm gonna have to just go with the the probably the number one hit on the album and go with 99 problems. It's to me, it's great. I do think that, uh, is that the, is that the biggest hit of the album? Cause I mean, this, this whole album, it's got encore. It's got dirt no, on the shoulder. Uh, encore I mean? is fantastic. I mean, 99 problems is a big song. That was probably the biggest saying, yeah. the radio yeah. play from this. album. Yeah. Was it's a great problems. song. I don't know why I just like 99 problems. Yeah. It's a good one. He cusses. Yeah. <laughs> and I love, <laughs> I love cussing. You just want to say the word bitch. That's why. Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Caleb, you got a favorite? I do have a favorite. Uh, but before I get into that, um, I learned a fun fact about 99 Problems. Um, oh, really? There is a children's book called From A to oh. B to Jay Z. Do y'all know about this? No, I did not. Okay, no, first off, know. the book is awesome. That's like, awesome. It's like A is for Akon, and it's this little snippet, you know, and it's like, and you know, D is for Dr. Dre, who brought us the ice cubes, the easy E's and the DOCs, right? And, I mean, I'm not E is for easy E. You know, right, it, right. it goes on like that, right? Yeah. And J is for Jay-Z, right? And it goes on, stuff like that. But I think somewhere in there it says, um, you might have 99 problems, but your ABCs ain't one, right? <laughs> and it's it's a thing. It's awesome. Right, right. That is greatness. Well, I got to get George of that book. Well, Jay-Z's lawyers didn't like that. Oh, shit. They don't make it anymore? Giant cease and desist out there. You can find it. Uh, uh, You'd find used copies. You're not going to find it at Barnes and Noble or anywhere like that, you know, but you know, like thriftbooks.com or, you know, your local bookstore might have it kind of a deal, but um, I got one and it's at home. I'll, I'll bring it next time so you can see it. Yeah. It's, well, it's so awesome. Actually take a photo of it and send it to me so we can put it on the Instagram page. Yeah. It's so good. That's awesome. It's so good. But anyway, um, my favorite song is a B-side. It's a uh, track 12. It's Lucifer. Just, I was going to say Lucifer. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. I, that, that song's so captivating. It flows. It's got kind of a weird Latin Spanish beat behind it. And it just, and as Derek was saying, he just, he's such a good storyteller. Yeah. You know, he yeah. just is. He really is. That's what made him so famous. So popular. Like he can, he, the flow is there. The yeah. storytelling is there. And if you don't have a story to tell, you're not going to, what are you going to rap about? Right. Right. Yeah, I, I will say that on what Kayla was saying about Lucifer, uh, because I I took it as that's his his way of explaining why he wanted to take revenge on his friend getting killed, right? And he was explaining it in such a creative way, to where uh, one, if you just heard, oh, you know, Caleb shot uh, Jason, right? Jason, <laughs> like, damn, that's horrible. Why, you know, he's a horrible person. But then you go back and you listen to this explanation. Well, this is why I shot Jason because 
well, I woke up, he did all these things, and this and that. Yeah. And he caused it's his death, a, and I was just a jerk. jerk. Yeah. He's and just we, a jerk. <laughs> not that I just went up and murdered him. No, there was a reason behind it. Because I just, he woke up. Because he woke up. And Lucifer, the way his delivery on that, he explained, okay, walked. this is my day and what happened. And this is why I ended up, you know, committing this atrocity. But then I really didn't do it. I just talked about it. You thought I did it. Right. And I was just explaining through my thoughts, through my song. Right. So that was my therapy. Like, nice. So I didn't do it. I just thought about it. And you now see why I wanted to do it. That sounds complex. But I thought I about it. I visualized it. it visualized I spelled it out. It. But I, did I act on it? No. I just. But now because it. I've done all those things, I've thought about it. And I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Do it. That sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad choice. I'm so glad I talked this out. <laughs> awesome, man. You know, like I was telling you earlier, I think um, the Blueprint Three was my favorite album. Yeah, uh, and again, like such good. I would imagine that if I listened to all Jay Z albums, I'd just be like this. It, the whole discography is just amazing. Um, but the Black Album, you're right. It's just if he if he would have retired after this album, I think the world would have been totally cool with it yeah. because he left. Like like a a landmark piece of music in the music industry that made a huge imprint, and I think that if he did retire, you would have been good, Jay Z. Yeah. So speaking of no, it, but I wanted to go back to OGs. Kudos. No, I got you. Yeah, yeah I want to no, go back to let's, OGs because I think I read and I did some research. One of Jay Z's big influences was Marvin Gaye. Talk oh, about that's OG. 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 But see, OG. okay, all right, no, 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 I get it, I get it. No, I, I was, I'm about to start splitting hairs, and I don't need to. That, that, that's all there is to He's it. On no, a I don't rampage. need to. See, I could stop myself right so, yeah, there. We're not taking the gangster literally. See that? That's, that's where. That's where, where I was about to start bad. splitting, and I realized, nope, and, don't need to. You know, you know, Jay Z. Well, you know where he got his name, right? So another OG in his book was a rapper named J uh, Jazz O. Jazz O. So yeah. he. Oh, a nod to Jazz O, yeah. he named Jay-Z. himself Jay Z. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Y'all want to know a cool fact about this album, though? Sure. Is that it was nominated for a Grammy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, nominated, but but lost to who? To who? It lost to Kanye West, College yeah. Dropout, College which dun 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 was produced by Rockefeller Records. Mm-hmm. Owned by Jay Z. Jay Z. Yeah. Win win for that guy. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, good for good for Kanye and good for Jay Z. Mm. That's double good for Jay Z. Yeah. I like Kanye's music. I'm not gonna lie. I could think he makes good music. That was I, a classic album though. It was. Oh, oh, dude. Yeah. Right. Classic. That one and what was the other one? Uh, 808 Heartbreaks. Yeah. Like that was a fantastic album too. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Jay Z. I mean, um. Kanye. Kanye makes great music. I don't think he's better than Jay Z. I don't Ooh, think so. Either. Not many people are. Yeah. Not many people are. And even then, that's subjective to like. You know, so who's picking the Grammy winners? Like, come on. The the committee. Yeah. Is, isn't it? It's not like a popular mm-hmm. vote. It's like a. It's a. It's like the Oscars. There's a, yeah. there's the Academy. Academy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks yeah. a lot, Academy. I'd like to thank the Academy. Here comes the music. <laughs> Actually, if you're anybody's anybody, you think God, then your spouse, then the Academy. I would think my fans and that's it. Well, then the fans, you know, because that's all that matters because they're the ones paying your salary. Peace out. Well, I don't know if you're the voice from Metallica, nothing else matters. <laughs> oh God, <damn. laughs> Derek, you have to know this. That's an inside joke kind of with, for the show, because the, the if you go back and you listen to the Metallica album, I heard it. there's just all these jo- inside jokes about this, like the song names. Yeah. 
we made jokes oh, just like God. that all the songs yeah, i listened to that episode okay. I, I listened, <laughs> thanks I for exactly listening about, yeah. so you're a fan of this show i am a fan of the show i just wouldn't come because y'all well, now me. you're a friend of <laughs> right? the show to make sure it's legit yeah. all right now you're a friend of the show I appreciate that. thank you for being yeah. here um what else we got man man I we got a little say, bit more time to kill here uh, um can i say one more thing about yeah go for it encore do you want more do you want more well i'll say those two so what more can i say and then encore even the the layout of the album in terms of uh how what position the songs are played yeah yeah what more can i say he's just basically talking about i've done it all uh spitting out all those accolades i think i know where you're going here yeah and then uh, so when you actually listen to that song, that was another thing when I was listening through and I was just like, he, he's spitting like, man, I've done it all. I've done everything. Uh, brought you every line you can think of, liquor deals, everything, you know, so what more can I do? It's time to go. Then it rolls right into Encore. Yeah. And he's still delivering, I mean, line after line. People bringing him back on stage, you know, so the Encore saying, okay, I've done it all again, but if you want me back, give me an Encore. Right. Comes right back, spits one more flow. He got it. Yeah. You know, so he's also kind of, I think he's also laying that seed like, hey guys, this is my last album supposed to be done, but there is a possibility. But hold on a second, I have a theory. Go on. So, Encore is the fourth song on the album. Yeah. Yeah. So, he got one, two, three. What can I say is number three. Encore is number four. And then after Encore, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like 10 more songs. Usually, an Encore happens at the end. Right. So if he's doing encore at four, that's telling us he's not done. He ain't done. And this was the eighth album. So potentially there's going to be 18 total from Jay-Z. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying, looking at the track listing is encore is number four. I'm telling him that I'm, I'm saying like in my head, he's telling us he's not done. Yeah. I think he was, he was prefacing that, like kind of dropping. Oh no, I'm with y'all. I I think he's had a little too much whiskey, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm just saying. <laughs> I love whiskey. I, love I mean, whiskey did, too. I mean, one thing that I really liked about this album though is like you were talking about how you could just sit and listen to it, right, yeah. on repeat, mm-hmm. right, kind of a deal. Um, I was gonna make a fun joke about it being on vinyl. Like, there's no repeat on vinyl. You got to get your ass up and reset the needle and flip right. the record, you know. Yeah. But um, every almost every well, they're almost all different. But the way it was arranged is that each one was produced by somebody different yeah. and somebody pretty damn. Yeah, that's that. a good point. Yep. Good you, point know, um, you know, most people would jump to be like, oh, my God, Eminem's on there. No, OK, he produced it. He, he, produced, he had yeah. he did definitely had some influence on there, you know, and then you got Rick Rubin, you know, you got Timbaland, you got the Neptunes, you got DJ uh, Quick, you know, forgot about um, Neptunes. Hey, there's just a lot going on, you know, and I think that's what lends to the ability to be able to listen to this all the time because it keeps it fresh. It changes right. it up. You know, it's it's not monotonous, you know. Right. I will say if anybody gets a chance, go check out the Neptunes. They're freaking amazing. Yeah. Pharrell. So, that yeah. is best. Pharrell. Pharrell. Go check it out. <laughs> I, I was going to pull up. And while you're at it, get a that. pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> okay. Pharrell. I didn't mean for real. I mean for real. I, I know what you mean. <laughs> just fucking with you. I just put a giant white girl spin on that. Oh, you so did. It was awesome. So Neptune's fun fact. Mm, dude, I so love the fun facts. So you got the pictures. 
So when I was in the music industry, wait, 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 hold on. You were in the music industry? Yes, sir. Dude, you got to tell us about this. So Neptunes, I first met Neptunes because I was working with Arista Records at that time. Okay. Um, And we were at South by Southwest. Okay. Uh, and this is the first time I'm meeting them in person. Got a picture and everything. I'm going to show you, you know, uh, that. Ooh, when you show me that picture, I'll yeah, 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 probably yeah. back to my mind. Um, and this was my first, I guess, um, no, it wasn't my first. But it was early on in the career when I'm going out to places with celebrities and then trying to go back with my friends the following night. And that's when I got a reality, <laughs> of, a reality check. A reality <laughs> check. Because like, we walk in the night before with, you know, Pharrell, whole Neptune and chat and all treatment. that. I yeah. mean... Yeah. Free everything this and that. I'm young at the time. Yeah. So I try to go back the following night. Just me and my crew. Hey, you don't remember yesterday? I was with Phil and all them. Who are you? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I remember you, but you were with the Neptunes. Yeah. You're not with them now. <laughs> but yeah, that was my uh my, my reality. Dude, that's take. awesome. Um that's pretty badass. That is badass. I mean, yeah. to work in the music industry, and we've always said in this show that the music industry, and that's the reason why this whole show exists. Yeah. The music industry and alcohol go hand in hand. Go hand in hand. Yeah. Well, this, it was it was alcohol that employed us, literally. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, not not to say that you know, oh my God, alcohol is my first love. You know, I mean, no, not like that. You know, but in the sense that we found a passion in this industry and we found the right means to to roll with it. You know, in a in a I guess we'll say responsible manner. You know, um, but music. Has always been a part of our lives as long as I can remember. Always, like my mother was a choir, oh, yeah, choir major, you know. So I mean, I got the gambit of everything, you know. Yeah, and that's why I appreciate all music. I mean, I'll listen to it all. Some I'll tell you, mm, yeah, not my favorite, you know. But I can notice this and I can appreciate this about it, you know, kind of yeah. deal. Um, and I just, dude. I mean, music's been a huge part of my life. I started playing guitar in um, my freshman year in high school. I wanted to go to college for radio and television broadcasting. Sure. Uh, I did that. I worked in Houston radio for a little while. I don't know if you can consider that the music industry, it's but still something eh, it's part of it. We'll say music-ish. Um, I didn't really think it was going to go where I wanted it to go, so I went to the alcohol industry. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's... It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, um, the music industry is how I got my foot into the alcohol. Industry. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's all hand in hand. Like yeah. you said, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, and, you know, and to do a podcast about both of them uh, is even more fun. And that's why I think you see a lot of like big mainline, uh, like concerts and tours. Like when I say back in the day, they were all sponsored by big liquor brands, right. you know, because it does go hand in hand. Now it's a little different. Now it's the big line artists are mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. buy my booze, you know, because they found they found they could do it. You yeah. know, I mean, you'd be surprised how many different liquors are owned by celebrity, well, more specifically musicians, right? Know? But Joe, Derek, um, and this might this is not really a question that directs toward Maker's Mark or anything, yeah. but like, and it's more toward like the Jay Z part of this show. Did Jay Z ever like connect with a alcohol brand he or owns liquor? One. What is it? It's a, it's a vodka. It's a uh, Ar- 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 No, so you don't do say. Do say. Is it a Jesus. tequila? I swear to God, he no, had a vodka back in Cognac. the day. Back in the Cognac. day, he did. He did. Back in the day, Armadale. Yeah, see? That was okay. with, ah, that, right, that right. was with um, Rockefeller, though. Dame Dash. Mm-hmm. More so, that was more that deal. So he owns a cognac. Game, but he does that on okay. cognac. That's when we were... What's it called? Do say? Yeah, yeah do yeah. say. It's tasty. We had it at one point at uh, Republic. 
when we had Bacardi because it was under Bacardi. Yeah, oh, man, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago because <laughs> at that I did his party, All Star Weekend, mm-hmm. and um, that was right before I started a Republic. Yeah, because because yeah, with when Bacardi left, so did Campari. Yeah, and I I literally just got hired. And, Disclaimer: no, None no. of us work for Republic no, anymore. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if any of you guys <laughs> know this, but I'm a giant Campari fan. Like I I'm the guy who will I think we know. shit out yeah. of them. <sighs> Dude, you know who was a giant Campari fan, and everywhere we went, we'd have Campari shots with him. It was Connor Nice? You remember Connor Nice? I remember Connor yeah. Nice. <sighs> Connor Nice's wife is the one who yeah. was awesome enough to get me. A backpack that's like one of four or three. Yeah, she's cool. Me, Cheryl Gibbs, and I think her have it. And, oh, Cheryl and Gibbs. that's it. She's yeah. a cool We're chick. the only ones who have that backpack. I remember going to Louisiana and hitting the casino with Connor, and it was he's, all freaking night long. He is Campari so Jots over yeah. here. You know why? Connor, you know I can't why? do it because yeah. it's super Jots. delicious. It's super tasty, uh, <sighs> and it's super low. It's not super it's tasty. It's acquired taste. That's just. It's not super uh, tasty. Whatever. I cannot do. No, I can't do. I can definitely do that. After like four, you're just you don't taste anymore. You're just like whatever. So not not only does Jay have a cognac though, he also has a champagne now. Oh yeah, yeah, because he owns. Why do uh, I know that? Buys into. uh, He bought into a Moet, Moet, right? Moet Hennessy. And for those of you out there, I was corrected by a Frenchman. It is Moet. It's not Moet. Yeah, it's Moet. I think this has been a great show, a great conversation. Um. Derek, thank you so much for coming, and we're so glad that you were our first um, yeah. guest. No doubt, I'm yeah. honored. I'm I honored. I no don't doubt. think we could have asked for a better first guest. Nice. Uh, I am humbly appreciative for y'all even thinking of me to be a part of y'all show. One hundred percent, dude. Absolutely. I mean, I I think that whenever I started thinking about guests, and we started thinking about guests, yeah, you were definitely the first person that popped in my head. Um, we definitely reached out to multiple people. You were the first to reply back. Um, and that's not the reason you're here, but yeah. definitely we wanted you on the show. We think that Maker's Mark is a delicious brand, and I knew that you would pick some good well, music. To his credit, when we were talking about, let's have a guest, who will we come up with, right? Both of us had the same three top answers, like this person, this person, this person. And you were first out of both of our yeah. mouths both yeah. times, oh, wow. like no matter what. You know? wow. That's big. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. It means a lot. Means a lot. So real quick, before we leave, um, before we let you go, Tell us where people can find you. Tell us uh, your, your handles on Instagram, just so you can get a little yeah. plug here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so follow me on Instagram, dbeamtx. That's D-B-E-A-M-T-X. D-Beam, not Beam. No, Beam. Okay, this guy's, is, we're looking at a black guy, not a Mexican guy. So it's yeah. not, it's not <laughs> Beam, it's Beam. That is racist. I'm just kidding. No, it's not. Not, come from it's observational. not coming from a Mexican. Say, yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be you do else, know but... my last name ends with a Z, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm just saying. Then the audience. We got a, totally. We've got like the whole spectrum here, brother. <laughs> we actually do cover the entire spectrum. We do. Yeah, we got. This is beautiful. This it is. A, it's a beautiful rainbow right here. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a it. nice gradient. We go from you know white to black. Yeah. There we go. There we to go. you. <laughs> to whatever this guy is. <laughs> Fade to black. Jay-Z there it is. Love it. There it is. All right, Derek. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. And um, I hope you can come back again, man. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, DM us on Instagram at Bourbons and B-Sides. And go check out our website. That's www.bourbonsandbsides.com. Until next time, and as always, sip and spin responsibly. 
really. Sip and spin.